Shalom to all. Today's office base of Daf Test. We are starting Chaf Ches Amar the second to last line with the brand new Mishnah. And today's Daf is sponsored Leilu Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Biakiv Meisha. Her Nisham should have an Olio. And Leilu Nishmas Rabbi Yosef Yantiv Ben Rab Asher Anshul. His Nisham should have an Olio. And the Mishnah says Loyim Ar Adma Tabach. A person is not allowed to tell the butcher on Yantiv Shkayli Bedinner Basar measure after me, meaning sell me the certain amount of money worth of meat, give me ten dollars worth of meat. Avol Shechet Mechalak Benayim. However, the butcher could shecht an animal and then he could just distribute it to the customers that want it. The Gemara asks Hey Chavid, what do you want this person? To do. We already said previously that if a person wants to buy half a third or a quarter of the animal, he can say that to the butcher and he's not mentioning a certain amount of money. So that's not a problem on Yantif. But this person only wants a small piece of meat. So how do you want him to ask for that if not to say, give me $10 worth of meat? The Gemara says, no problem. In Surah, they say, the butchers in Surah had a standard size called a tarta, and therefore the customer could ask for that or for half a tarta without having to mention money at all. And Benarish Amri and Narish, they would say this was a different name for this size of meat. And upon Bedisa Army, they would say Uzio Pago Uzio, and Ben Harpaka Masmachasio Army Rivo Palgo Rivo. And now we continue learning about the proper way to buy things on Yantif without actually being involved in Mechamemker, the standard way of commerce during the week. I'm Adam the a person can tell his friend, meaning he's the storekeeper, Malili Kliza, fill up this cleave for me with wine or with oil or whatever else he wants to purchase. Avalay Bamida, but he's not allowed to use a measuring cup. Rabbi Yehuda Imer, he says, if it's a measuring cup, he's not allowed to use it. And the Gemara is going to discuss what exactly the Machlaika says. And Maisab Abishal Ben Bitness, there was a story with Abishal Ben who was a Tamil Chacham and a merchant, he would actually fill up his measuring cups, he would fill up his jugs that he was going to be selling to the customers, he would fill them up on Erev Yantif, and then he would give them to the customers on Yantif. Abishol, and where he says, he would even do so during Chalamayid, he would fill them up early, the night before in Chalamayid, because of Biruya Hamidais. This means foaming measurements. When pouring wine into smaller jugs, foam and bubbles form on top. So he would fill them the night before to give time for the foam to settle so that he could top off the jugs and ensure that the customer got their money's worth. He did this especially in Chalmayid when there were so many customers that need to be served fairly quickly and there wouldn't be time during the day to wait for the foam and bubbles to settle. And the Gemara is going to provide an alternative explanation as well. And Racham, they say, Abishol ben Bitness would even do this during the week. He would fill up the jugs the night before during the week because of draining or dripping of measurements. Because certain items such as oil remain in the original container and don't pour out all at once, he would measure these out the night before to give ample time for the oil to drip and fully fill the new container. As with wine, he did this to ensure that the customer would receive full value. And now the Gemara asks, my avoloi b'mida. What does it mean, avoloi b'mida? The Tanakam had said, you're allowed to fill up a jug, but you're not allowed to fill up mida. So Amrav Yehuda Mishmul, he says, avoloi b'kli ha'miyuchal mida. He's not allowed to fill up the actual measuring cup. Avokli ha'imala mida. However, a kli, which could be used as a measuring cup, yimalainu, that's allowed to be filled up. What's the difference? The first kli is the actual measuring cup he uses every day to measure out for his customers. A kli ha'imala mida is the backup vessel in case the main one breaks. So as long as he says, he never used the backup, so he's allowed to use it on Yantif for measuring. And for us, Rabbi Yehudin in the Mishnah is coming to say, He's not to even use the backup Kli to fill up on Yantif. That's because since it's prepared and it's designated for filling up, and it actually measures out a specific amount, that's not allowed to be used on Yantif. The Gemara says, That turns out the Rabbi Yehuda is actually machmir when it comes to Simchas Yantif, and the Rabban are more mekel. We actually learned the exact opposite. Did not we learned in the Mishnah yesterday, Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rabbi Yehuda says, a person is allowed to weigh out meat, and on the other side of the scale, he's allowed to put a vessel or this meat cleaver of a chum. They say, You're not allowed to use a scale at all on Yantif. We see the Rabbi Huda's makel and Rabbanon are machmir. We have a Kash Rabbi Huda on himself and Rabbanon on themselves. So we say to Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, like Kash, there's no problem, Rabbi Huda on himself, because Hasam in that Mishnah, we're talking about something which is not used for measuring. He's taking a meat cleaver, he doesn't use that for measuring. 
so therefore you're allowed to do so on Yantef. Hach over here, Ba'ayim Lamida, we're actually using a measuring cup that could be used for measuring. It holds a specific amount, and that's why he's not allowed to use it. And Rabbanon and Rabbanon, not Melikash, there's also no problem Rabbanon themselves. Hasam Ka'avid Kedavim Bechel. Over there, he's doing like they will do during the week. If he doesn't have his weights, so then he will use something that he knows what the approximate weight is. But Hach over here, like Ka'avid Kedavim Bechel, he's not doing like they do during the week because they don't use this backup measuring cup during the week. Now, Rav Amr, here's the different explanation of the Tanakama. My Avaloi Bemida, what does that mean? Not with Mida. Shaloi Yizkar Shem Mida. He's not allowed to mention a specific measurement. He's not allowed to say, give me this specific amount. But he is allowed to give him a measuring cup and say, fill this up. And Rabbi Yudel Meimar, Rabbi Yudel is coming to say, you're not allowed to give him the measuring cup amount because he's doing the normal measurement on Yantif. We see that when it comes to Simchas Yantif, Rabbi Yudel is Machmin, Rabbanon, Ramekel, and Vahayb Chashamin, Luhu, we learned the exact opposite. Didn't we learned in the Mishnah yesterday, Rabbi Yudel Meimar, he says, Shaykel Adam Basar, can I get a clue? Can I get a kaifetz? A person could weigh meat out on Yantif and put a clear or kaifetz on the other side of the scale. They say, you're not allowed to use a scale at all. We see Rabbi Huda's Mekel and Rabbanon's Machmir. We see Rabbi Huda's Sicer himself and the Rabbanon are Sicer themselves. So we say it's Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda, like Kasha, there's no problem. Rabbi Huda on himself, Hasim Sheinim Yuchalamido. Over there, it's not something that's designated for measuring out, so therefore it's not a problem. Hacham Yuchalamido. Over here, we're talking about something which is used. It is the measuring cup that we use, so therefore you're not allowed to use it on Yontif. The Rabbanon, the Rabbanon, Namila Kasha, is also no problem. Rabbanon themselves. Hasim Ka'avid Kedavn Bechel. Over there, he's doing like he would do during the week if he doesn't have his weights. Hach over here, like Ka'avid Kedavn Bechel, he's not doing like he does during the week. Why is that? The Avdi Inchi, the Makarvi Chamra, Bamana, the Chila Bashasu, a person would serve wine to his guests with the actual measuring vessel and they would drink. He would actually take his measuring cup, fill it up with wine, and give that to them to drink. So therefore, when he's getting his measuring cup filled up by the storekeeper, it doesn't look like we're doing any sort of measurement for Mekach Memker. It could just be that he's using that to actually feed it to his guests in that measuring cup and there's no problem. And we said the Mishnah Maisim Abishal Bentness that he would fill up his jugs the night before and Tana Afamayid Isa came with a breast that says he would even do so during Cholamayid. He would fill them up the night before and here's the alternative explanation because of Bittol Beis What does that mean? On Cholamayid when people weren't working so they had much more time to learn and they would actually come to Abishal Bentness to ask many a question. So in order to be available during the day he would fill up the containers the night before. But now back to our original explanation that the reason why he would fill them up the night before is to allow the foam to settle so that he could top off the wine and make sure that the customers got their full value. Tanarban, we have a brisa who kanas shalish meos garbe yain hamidas. He actually managed to gather three hundred barrels of wine from Buria hamidas. He simply didn't have enough time to fill up all the customers' jugs. It was very busy, and he managed to gather three hundred barrels of wine that he felt he cheated the customers out of. Vechaverv and his friends who were storekeepers, and they were also very honest. Kansu shalish meos garbe shemin hamidas. They managed to gather three hundred barrels of oil that they felt they cheated out the customers. They didn't allow it to drip out enough. They and they brought it to the Beis HaMikdash treasurers in Yerushalayim because they felt that they had to give it to the Beis HaMikdash that it didn't really belong to them. So Amrulahem, the Gizbarim, told them, you don't have to do that because when the customer purchases wine and oil, they know that they're not necessarily going to get that full amount. So Amrulahem, they respond to the Gizbarim, we don't want to do so, meaning we don't want to take this for ourselves, we want to give it away. So Amrulahem, the Gizbarim, said, since you're being machmar on yourselves, so then you should donate them to the public. Since you took them from the public, they belong to all of your customers, and obviously you don't know who your customers are, so you should give them to the public for their use. The Tanya Ephebrai saw Gezel Ve'eni Gazal. If a person stole from someone, but he doesn't know whom he stole from, Yasabem Tzarchei Rabim, so he should use that money for Tzarchei Rabim. And my Nenu, what does it mean Tzarchei Rabim? How could he use that for the benefit of the public? Amram Chizli says, Baris Shichinim Ayers, he could dig pits, ditches, and caves, and he could use them as water reservoirs for everyone, and that way he's benefiting everyone from that. And the Gemara continues, Adbari Rav Chizda Ravana Ukva. Rav Chizda guided Ravana Ukva on a walk through the city, Vidarsh, and he 
training he was teaching him, a person's not to measure out barley and put it in front of his animal on Yantif. That's because as he's measuring it out, it looks like he's measuring it out to sell it. He could scoop out a kav or two kav from the barley bag and put it in front of his animal, and that's not a problem. What's the difference? Measuring it out is when he takes it with his hand and puts it into the measuring cup. That looks like he's going to sell it, and that's a problem. However, when he scoops it out directly with the measuring cup, that's not a problem, and he's allowed to put that in front of his animal. And over here, it does not mean a baker, it means a cook. He can measure out spices and put it inside his dish so that his dish shouldn't burn. That means so that it shouldn't be overspiced. It doesn't look like he's trying to sell spices. He just wants to make sure that his dish tastes good. And Amar Vyuri Bar Abba, Amar Rav, A woman is allowed to measure out flour and put it inside her dough on so she should take challah off with a good eye. A good balabas is supposed to take off a minimum of 1 24th of her dough for challah, but if she doesn't know how much flour she put in, then so she might be stingy with challah. That's why she's allowed to measure out flour so she could take off more challah. Whereas Shmuel Amar Asr, Shmuel says it's Asr. Ask the Gemara about Shmuel. We have a bride that was taught in Bismarck of Shmuel, Mutter, that it's Mutter to do so. So Amar Abai, he says, Hashad Amar Shmuel Asr. Now the Shmuel himself said that it's Asr. And we have a bride that was taught in the Bismarck of Shmuel, Mutter, that it's Mutter. What does this teach us? Shmuel has come to teach us As we had said in the previous daft, there's a concept called Halacha Vein Myron Kane. This is Halacha. So if we see someone doing this in their house, we wouldn't have to tell them not to do it. But if someone comes to ask, what's the practice? What is it that I should do? You tell them that they're not allowed to do that. And the Gemara continues to turn we have a brisa. Ain't shining kemach b'yantif. You are not allowed to re-sift flour on yantif. Sifting flour on yantif is usher. That's miraket. That's because you could have done it before yantif. But what about re-sifting flour on yantif? You're not really accomplishing anything. You're just trying to make it more fine. You're not actually getting out any impurities from the flour. So this brisa is telling us that re-sifting flour on yantif is also usher. But Mishum Rabbi Rabbi Amru, they said in their name, shining that you are allowed to resift flour. And Vishavan, they both agree, if a little pebble or a wood chip fell into the flour, Shoshanin, that you are allowed to resift it. And Tani Tana Kamed Ravina, there was a bride that was taught in front of Ravina, the ancient Kemach B'yantif, you're not allowed to resift flour on Yantif, and that's even if something fell into it. But if something fell into it, then Barabiyada, he could pick it out with his hand. Amrle, Ravina told the one that taught the bride to him, culture came to Usr, for sure that's Usr. That's like a regular case of Bayer. That's how you would actually pick it out during the week, so you're not allowed to do that. At least when you're resifting it, it doesn't look like you're accomplishing anything because all the flowers coming through, you're not really sifting out any impurities of any sort. Well, picking something out with your hand, that looks like real bayer, and that would be a problem. And Darshav Barav Huna Zuti Hidarshin, Shining Kemach Biyantif, you are allowed to resift flower on Yantif. Amul Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman told them, and meaning the students that were around him, Puku Amrulela Abba, go tell Abba over here, it's saying, go tell my friend, Shkila Tivusech, go take this good thing that you're trying to teach, Vishadia Chizri, and throw it on the thorns. Meaning, you're not helping us out at all by teaching us that, because Puk Chazi, go out and see, Kame Mahailasa Hadun Bernardo, how many flower resifters are going around Narada? This was the practice that everyone had anyway. Anyway, we see so many people going around offering their services to resift your flower. So you're not teaching us a chiddush. You're not helping us out at all by telling us that you're allowed to resift flower. People do it anyways. And the bit of Rav Yosef, the wife of Rav Yosef, Nala Kimcha, she resifted flour, Agaba de Mahalta, on the back of the sifter. She wanted to do so with a shinoi. Amrullah, he told her, Chazi, you should see that I know Rifta Malyasa, but you know, I want good bread. And this was his way of telling her that she should just resift it in the normal fashion. She doesn't have to do so with a shinoi. The bitsu Ravashi, the wife of Ravashi, Nala Kimcha, she would resift flour, Agaba de Psyra, on the back of the table. There was some sort of depression in the table that they would be able to turn over and they would sift flour into it. However, as a Shinoi, she would sift flour on the top of it, upside down. This was a manner of Shinoi. Now, Amr Ravashi, Ravashi said, Hadidan, that which is mine, meaning this wife of mine, Barti de Ryan Barchama, she's the daughter of Ryan Barchama, and many say that she was actually the daughter of Ryan Bar Abba, not Ryan Barchama, Ryan Barchama, or Ryan Bar Abba, Mar of 
Rava, he was very meticulous when it came to halacha. And if if she didn't see this in her father's house, she wouldn't do it like this, and therefore she must have seen it, and this is an okay practice. And the last mission of the parak says, a person could go to the storekeeper whom he is used to going to. He knows the Makolit owner, and therefore they know each other, and he doesn't have to set a price with him. And he could tell him, tell me Bates and Vagaz Minion, give me a certain amount of eggs and nuts, meaning a certain number of eggs and nuts. This is what a person would do inside his house. He would open up his fridge and say, oh, we have 10 eggs left and 25 nuts left. And therefore, there's no problem of Mekachu Memker on Yantif because this is something you do inside your house. Nothing to do with Mekachu Memker. And Tan Rabban, we have a bride, which is very similar to this. A person could go to a shepherd whom he's used to going to and say, give me a goat or a sheep. And he's not sending a certain price. He's going to give it to him and they'll work out the price after Yantif. And so Tabach he could go to the butcher that he's used to going to and say, give me a shoulder of meat or a thigh of meat. And again, they're not setting a price. He could go to the fowl fattener, F-O-W-L fattener. That means he fattens birds. And he could go to this person and say, give me a dove or a pigeon. And he would give that to him on Yantif. And again, they're not setting a price. He could go to the baker that he's used to going to and he could tell him, give me a loaf or a roll. And he could go to the storekeeper whom he knows and tell him, give me 20 eggs, or 50 nuts, or 10 peaches, five pomegranates, one esrog, as long as he doesn't mention a certain measurement. He's not going to say, give me half of a pound or 20 ounces or some sort of measurement. He says, as long as he doesn't mention a certain amount, give me $10 worth, five shekels worth, and that would be a problem. for finishing the third pair of We should be able to finish all of Masechah's Beitzah together, and of course, all of Shas together, Everyone should have a wonderful day.